following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. see Ben going through some withdrawal yeah later Spurs, on. Spurs in episode nine Ben goes through withdrawals live <laughs> live with the gang uh Ben we already just covered how you're doing so I'm not gonna ask it's been a been a long day for you Derek how's it going up there how's the weather up there we only had like two hours of rain so what? everyone said there was gonna be this huge terrible tropical storm which I guess could still happen but as of right now it's just wet yeah that's it's uh for those not in New York City like Jose, who's drinking um, Medina or something. What is it? Medalla. Medalla. Yeah, that's just what I said. Just stop with all the Spanish words, please. That's what I it's, said. Yeah. It's a Spanish. It's a Puerto Rican beer. How else do you want me to pronounce it? Jose, you heard us on the last uh, podcast talking about Paco's. <laughs> our, our, our failure to say it completely. Oh, yeah. I loved it. That was great. I, I said no it, per- I said it perfectly to fine. Say. I said it perfectly fine, but you can't, yeah. you can't decide between Davies and Davis. It's because I accidentally say Davies sometimes, but I know it's so no, I, I only call him Davies. <laughs> All right. I only so call him so Davies Derek's too. dry. It's raining a lot in New York City. Jose, is it not garbage weather in PR? No, it's actually it's been um, pretty beautiful out here. Too bad I was at work. I couldn't enjoy the weather. And well, it kind of interrupted my viewing of the game today work. So I was a little upset at that. But other than that, it was fine. Well, on that note, Jose didn't watch a game today, and we're about to do a game recap. So <laughs> let's go, baby. Let's get right into I it. I did watch the game. I did watch the game. Spurs one, Wolves zero. Nuno's revenge completed on the same weekend that Mitchell Krabisky got his revenge. Things you love to see. Big revenge kind of weekend. He was awesome against his old team. Both. In both cases. I don't even want you to That's specify true. who, because both, both work. I won't. I won't do that to Derek. Derek, let's talk about the good news today. Spurs won. How do you feel? Instant reaction. I've had some deja vu. This felt like a Mourinho win. That 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 levels up. That levels up. Jose, for your limited viewing portion. Well, I, I saw the whole game. I, I ended up watching the first half later. <laughs> Thank you. He <laughs> did see the whole game. I did yeah. see the whole game in, okay. in portions. But, yeah, I, I think I texted you guys earlier the same thing that Derek said. It, it was uh, – very eerily similar to Jose Ball. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. I mean, it, I'll say at the top, I think it's anytime you get a win away at Wolves, it is it is a good result. That's not an easy place to go to go get a get a dub, and we got it done. But Ben, are you also on on along with Jose lying that he saw the whole game? Ben also has a full <laughs> bottle of whiskey next to him now. Uh, for an empty, empty. Talking shirt. yeah, I know. Empty bottle of whiskey. That's what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we're all <laughs> we're all off here today. Uh, but no, seriously, Ben, what was your what was your feeling on it? Yeah, that was some deja vu for a Mourinho, but it was more of a learning the system than that was the system. I thought 
but also, yeah, playing at Wolves, fans are back for the first time. That's always a tough game. But yeah, they were they they dominated us for the most part. They really yeah, there did. was a lot of lot of Wolves possession in that one. Boom, starting right away though, one nothing win. While one nothing goal, right? Eight in minute eight, uh, Delhi penalty. Here is Bergwijn. Ball Rickyon's ball. Ball and Sark comes out, and Stuart Atwell thinks and points and says penalty. Well, a first foray into the box from Delhi Alley. And Spurs have got a reward. Dilly Alley. It's Alley. It's as calm as you like. Nuno comes back to Molyneux. And his Spurs side take the early lead. I don't know what the hell the announcers were talking about, Derek. We were going back and forth. <laughs> they kind of were questioning whether or not that was a penalty. I don't know who the color commentary guy was on the, on the game, but he was like, I don't know about that one. Which... He's the biggest Wolves fan I've ever seen. Like, that's who he. That's who he was. About? Like this, they they hired some guy who was just a giant fan. It was it was annoying. Derek, were we? I mean, it was clearly a penalty. But if you look in slow mo, Delhi started going down before the keeper was there. But again, I think he was just defending himself because God forbid the keeper did slide through his shins, he would probably be not having a very good time. But no, it's a stone cold penalty every day of the week. Yeah, I think if you're, I think it's a little bit of hindsight 2020. It was almost like a reminiscent of a NFL pot, yeah, NFL uh, replay review where it's, you know, the guy sitting with a beer on his couch is hindsight 2020. Oh, that was so obvious. How'd you miss that? But in right. real time, maybe Delhi did stick his foot out, but that's not my problem. That's the exactly. keeper's problem. That's the Absolutely. keeper's problem. So, Jose, did you did you get in by the eighth minute? I okay. I got I didn't get in until the fourth minute, so it's okay. I I missed kicked off. I, I saw kicked off yet this year. I saw that part. I saw that part, and I think I mean Delhi did a great sell job, but at the same time he did get the ball around the keeper, and if the keeper made no contact with him, he was going to get to that ball, and the keeper was out of position. That was going to be a goal. So I, I definitely agree it was a pen. So before we even go further, per usual. I forgot to talk about the lineup. The lineup was the same, so not really anything to report there. But we had one fella on the bench, which you saw later on in the game. Ben, as you're watching that live and you see Harry Kane's in the, uh, on the bench, what are you What are you thinking? I think I'm the biggest Harry Kane supporter of us four, so I was very happy to see him. Hopefully it works out and he stays. Happy Derek, what, Derek, what about what about you? Not anything on him playing. We'll get there. He subbed in at about the 70th minute, but when you saw Kane uh, named on the bench, what are you feeling? I was hoping that we would be up enough goals where he wouldn't have to play. Unfortunately, reality hit and we scored a goal in the eighth minute and kind of held on for dear life for another 62 minutes. Kane did play pretty well for somebody who just got off of uh, a Caribbean vacation. So he looked pretty fit. I mean, he moved the ball decently well again for somebody who hasn't played since the Euros. And uh, practiced alone for the last two weeks, aside from a couple of days. Uh, my thought at first was, oh, boy, what's going to happen here? But then as I started to think about it, I was like, all right, we we should probably get this fella out here because I think it was smart to get him back. And if, if he does stay, regardless, what my thought eventually ended up being was it's probably good to get him back on the pitch. You get him, get him with a shirt on, 
not at White Hart Lane. I feel like that was probably a good play because, like, you know, so the, 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 it's going to be, it would be different vibes, I thought. You might have got maybe a little bit of a mixed reaction if the stadium was just full of Spurs fans. If that, that was at least what I thought. I mean, it was nice that the media like showed him every five minutes so he could see that he was on the bench, judge his facial expressions, see him get up, see him go sit down. It's ridiculous. He's like for 10 minutes. It's like, oh, here's Kane on the bench. Back to the game. Back to Kane on the bench. Yeah, he I I do officially know what Harry Kane looks like when he puts a shirt on now. So I can rest easy tonight knowing that because we got the play-by-play of him literally getting ready to go in the game even. That's a little rarity. Usually you just have the guy coming up, talking to Nuno, talking to the manager. This is what you're going to do. But no, we got got the play-by-play. I think he double, double fists with the water bottle too. He's, he's very into hydration. Jose, we're, yeah, I mean, it really doesn't matter if you, I mean, I mean, you missed the first kickoff, but I saw the, I saw, I saw his name on the bench. So what were you to, to, to ramp up the lineup? Cause that was pretty much a lineup story of the day. My immediate reaction to seeing that he was named on the squad was great. I, I was excited. I'm kind of like more towards Ben's part, uh, uh, side of defense. I'm more of a Harry Kane fan than a hater. And I was happy to see him. Why can't you be that way towards Tange? I would love to be. I would love to be, Nick. But I want to uh, like him, but I, I don't want to get into that. Do we, we don't want to get into that right now, do we? Yeah, it, no, you we guys don't. spoke about him last <laughs> time. No, we don't. We don't. But yeah, that penalty, uh, good to see Delhi. Uh, I was glad that he took it. I'm happy to see him walking up because if there's a guy, I mean, who else needs more confidence than him going forward? I mean, maybe Bergwine. That's a okay. fair point. I was pretty shocked when Delhi was the one walking up to take the pen. I, I was like, sure, be son. I was like, okay, come on, like, let's go. Let's go, go, Delhi. Put this away. We, this is a big confidence builder because he's been go, he's right, a good start to the season. Go ahead, Ben. Sorry, can we go right before the pen? Because Reg made an unbelievable pass. I didn't get to see it from the view behind him, but all I saw was a bunch of Wolves jerseys and Delhi sneaking in and Reg putting it right through. It was mm. a beautiful pass. And a vintage late run, vintage late run from Delhi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he was. He was all over again. I thought yeah. he was all over the place. It wasn't just him in their third. And really, just through the preseason, I thought that that's kind of the only thing that's been missing from him a little bit is that Delhi that we like to see with that final touch from a couple of years ago. But again, he he tracked a lot. He did good in our own. I mean, we were defending for a lot of the game, unfortunately. But yeah, uh, is, that not, final- is that is that not a little his fault? Does do you, do you guys before with Delhi? Do you, do you remember what the final possession was? Was it Spurs only at 41 percent? I thought it was fifty nine forty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I I had written down here. I just want to double check. But yeah, so he was defending most of it. Uh, ben, what were you? It was his fault. I mean, if you want to talk about Delhi right now, we can go into Delhi. We talked about it in the group. Um, the fact that the numbers when you see them, they look great, but they're so defensive. And I said, I said, is this a number six? It's like we have three midfielders who all play the same number six position. There was a huge gap in the midfield. We did not, we got outplayed today. And we were, and we were talking about, oh, look at all these, all our midfielders who played so well defensively. And they did. They played excellent defensively. But we were defending the whole game because there was a huge problem in the midfield. And Daly's got to be that player, but he's not that player. He doesn't dribble that well. He's not progress. He doesn't progress the ball like that. He, yeah, he can get up and down the field, but there was a gap all game. I think, I, I think 
Go ahead, I think that was more because we were, like you guys said, we were. Def- we have to give credit to Wolves. They played their asses off, and they played a lot on uh, on offense, and they had us playing defense the whole time. So I, I put that more on on Wolves and their style of play, and us just trying to defend for our lives. That's why I think that the offensive numbers weren't there because we had Skip back there. We had Hoiberg back there. We had Delhi. All of our midfielders were defending the whole game. So it was pretty tough to get any positive offensive numbers, especially any, any of them from any of them. We're playing Wolves. Yeah. We're supposed to be this better team. And it's, it's kind 25 of 25 chances. We couldn't get the ball at the field. It's it was sort a- of. It's I sort of counting. like last year. It's sort of like last year, right? It's very similar. We're saying that this is a lot, uh, very similar to Jose Ball. When we were playing competition that we were supposed to be killing, we ended up defending for our lives somehow. Yeah. I, I kept and saying, it, sorry, I kept saying pass, pass, give away, pass, pass, give away. And that's what it felt like for most of the game. There was no midfield. So are you sounding, I mean, we definitely, I agree that we Spurs lost the, I don't want to say lost the game, but they, they didn't. Of course, they didn't lose the game. They didn't. They won the game, but they they're they definitely were the second best midfield out there uh, in the middle of the park and in that game. Ben, are you sounding alarms yet, or were you just? No, I'm not sounding alarmed. I mean, I feel like these games happen, but I, I shouldn't be excited that we got generally outplayed the whole game. I mean, look at the chances. Look at the shots. Look at the possession, and we're gonna brag that our three midfielders were able to hold up. Great. Look, we we. We fought out a win. We didn't let up that goal in the 86th minute or whatever. But I'm not going to be proud. Like when I, we need Delhi to be more offensive, and we defended the whole game, and he did an excellent job, and he has been doing an excellent job. But we don't, we can't win. We're not going to win games with three defensive midfielders. Even though Delhi's not a defensive midfielder, but that's how he's been playing. Yeah, he's certainly been been playing there. But I haven't been mad about his efforts. I think. Hmm. There not definitely about has to be. There definitely has to be some, something more creative in that midfield because that's just been lacking. Derek, you look like you had something to say there. No. Yeah, that's that's a good lead-in actually. Uh, I think the fact that we played the same lineup from Man City to Wolves is a bit troubling because Skip and Pierre are pretty much the same player, at least stylistically. And someone like my boy LaCelso, obviously, and Dombele is not going to get into the squad at this time, but he would be a player like that. Someone that can actually link the ball from defense to attack in place of either of those two guys, especially against a team like Wolves, would be more useful. Um, I think Skip was not good today. And that's fine. You know, it's he's still a young kid and he's going to have plenty of time to do his work. But I think him and Pierre together – Against Wolves, I think that was an issue pretty much from the jump. And Hoiberg, I thought he, against City, he was getting up the field again a little bit more. Maybe Skip was a little bit behind him. I think that was the case again today, but I thought he was a little bit more positive going forward against City than he was against Wolves on Hoiberg. He almost had that goal, though. Skip, though, I thought that he was pretty good. I thought early he was shaky again. I thought it was the same thing as last week in the 12th minute. The next thing I have written down, more notes. Next thing I have written down is uh, in the 12th minute, whereas he got close to giving away that penalty in our box. If you remember (laughs) the the top of that, uh, that was Mm -hmm. a little, that was close. I thought, I I thought, uh, I I was shaking a little bit. Was anyone else? Was anyone else? Was that just me? Because I was like, for sure. Yeah, that was terrifying. So but the I, way but the way they've been calling them this year, 
Semedo was heading well away from the goal. It wasn't much contact. So yes, I was nervous, but they haven't, they've been, I love the refing so far through two, two weeks has been pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'll t- certainly take I'll take that result on that call, of course. But I thought after that, Skip settled in. Uh, Jose, Ben, uh, either one of you guys, since Derek is again, he's he's giving another bad opinion on one of our midfielders. He's known for doing this on this podcast. So anyone want to talk some sense into him and your thoughts on Skippy? I'm, I'm kind of going to agree with him today. Skippy oh. wasn't all that great. But however, he did show us some some glimpses of what he is and. There was a time, I think, uh, Sanchez got spun around by Jimenez, lovely, on the baseline, and Skippy came out of nowhere, and if Skippy wasn't there, that was going to probably be a goal. Uh, He had glimpses, but I don't think he had a great overall game. Yeah, his yellow card, I thought, was pretty puzzling, too. I'll throw throw out there. That that was kind of like, what? (laughs) Maybe maybe it's due to um, a triore throwing him on the ground. Did you guys see how he just tossed him like a ragdoll? You tossed everyone. Yeah, he did. Terrifying. He did. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah, yeah I thought a... I thought Skip was fine. Um, thank you, Ben. Wow. Yeah, he had issues. Finally, he, ne- he never loses the fact that he is so defensive, and he'll make that he'll lose the ball, but fight to get it back. Unlike another, you know, center defensive midfielder who came on a little late in the game. So I'm never worried <laughs> about that. There, yeah, you'll have issues with his passing every once in a while, but I'm never worried about his defense, which is very reassuring. Speaking of defense, pretty much the rest of the game. <laughs> let's get uh, let's get after that uh, eighth, twelfth minute because the rest of the game was pretty much just a lot of defensive notes for me. It, they had, they did have a couple decent looks. I thought early, or I, th- I thought in the first half, is they threatened more to level the game then. But or I think Dyer's play though was in the second half. Correct that giveaway. I have yep. oh, yeah, that was yep. absolutely terrible. I think other than that, though, I wasn't really scared much at all in the second half. That that save first by, half that save by Hugo. Had, my goodness. Yeah, that's a good save by Hugo. We're gonna get there. Come on, come on. Sorry. Respect the damn notes. I'm just kidding. I can't but, see your notes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I thought that defensively we were they were threatening a little bit more. Triori got around Tanganga and the uh 27 minutes uh, and the 18th, even before then, there's a ball that came in from long and Sanchez kind of, I thought, went up too far in it, but he got back on Jimenez and deflected a shot high. That was in the 18th minute. In the 36th minute was pretty much the only other time that we nearly scored. That's when Lucas put in Bergvine and then he crossed that one to Delhi, which was not a good cross. And then it turns off Bergvine was kind of offside, but Lucas was a little bit quiet in this game. Well, did you, I thought Lucas was a little bit quiet in this game. It's what he does, man. This is Lucas. He'll play great one week and then he'll go back to being anonymous the next. That's why I think I've pretty much been saying this for the last two, three years. We need to improve on him. He's a good squad player, but he should not be starting every game. Yeah, he was definitely, I thought, very quiet. Ben, what do you think about Lucas? Yeah, the consistency wasn't there. That's the biggest thing with Lucas is always worrying about consistency. They said it after last game. Lucas was amazing after last game. They're like, but the biggest problem always is his consistency it's just not there i totally agree that he probably should be a a squad player somebody that comes off our bench however i'm gonna give him a little bit of a break today because he had to defend so much he was another one of those guys and he wasn't playing in the middle like he has been all preseason in that first game he was playing pretty much on that side where charori was dominating and he was providing a lot of backup defense with hoiberg and and tanganga who had their hands full so I, I'm going to give him a little bit, a little bit of a break today. 
There was one time that Traore hit the hit the ground. It was early in the first half. Lucas came and helped, gave him a hand, picked him up. And the size difference between those two was alarming. <laughs> Traore would. Well, Derek build. thought Jack Raylish was like seven foot five after staying next to Mora last week. <laughs> yeah, he helped him up. And I was like, my first thought was I was pretty impressed that Lucas could physically have the strength to pick up that well, mini you, man. I was like, holy crap. Was like that guy's so much bigger than Lucas Traore. If you notice, there was a certain point where Lucas is pulling him up. And he had nothing else to give. Like, Traore used his hand to push himself up the rest of the way because he's just so much more massive than Lucas actually can handle. Yeah, it's uh, it was definitely a size difference there. But he had his game, and it kind of his first two Premier League games of the season were kind of like looking at him and Traore standing next to each other right there, two pretty polar opposite uh, games. Very quiet from him. He didn't do too much. I guess let's get to the second half. Uh, the only thing I've written down for the end of the first half is that skip yellow card. Traore ran into him and skip got the penalty or got the card, which was it's like, what, what am I taking crazy pills? I know it's early in the morning, this one, but what the, what the shit that I just watch second half. I already kind of preface, preface my thoughts in the second well, half. I thought we were better. Uh, go ahead. I thought you were leaving out Tanganga in the first half. The yellow card he got, the struggles he had after yeah, coming well, out that I, game. I only briefly mentioned it with Traore in the 27th minute is when that's that time that Traore got down the wing, worked around him. He got the pass up high to Jimenez. It was, yeah, it was more than once, but that one was the ugliest one I thought in the 27th minute where he just clearly was, which is weird because he was all over. He was all, it, it had to be that yellow card. You're right, that he was kind of a little bit. I know, didn't someone say in this group text that maybe he's getting a re- reputation already? That'd be me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, Derek. R- raise your hand, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've had two featured games on NBC Sports Network. And especially in the first one, he was just chopping down bodies. And we all loved it. We loved the passion. And he somehow got away without any sort of cards at all. But I didn't think that was a yellow card. I mean, it was a tough foul, but I think, as I said, it's probably a reputation thing where they want to nip it in the bud and say, hey, buddy, you need to calm down. You got five fouls last week. We're going to police you a lot harder this week. And hopefully that fixes itself. But that was not a yellow card compared with half the tackles he made against City. No, those there were two or three that were worse and more uh, more necessary for potential yellow cards than that one. Yeah, so that was Tanganga. It was... (laughs) It wasn't he. Uh, I I want to say. Well, what are you pointing at? You're pointing down. Okay, go ahead. You're up on my screen. So was it was it concerning that he played the same type of defense he played against Sterling and Graylish, and Triori made him look like nothing. Like he would he would come in hard, and Triori would spin off him so quickly on the line, beat him four or five times, the same same position each time. He beat him at will. Tanganga was awful today. It was a tough day for Tanganga. He got that early collision with Marcel. That one looked pretty brutal. Oh, that was brutal. Yeah. That and, was and then, yeah, like Ben said, this guy was running for his life. I mean, Triore is a specimen of a man. He's a huge dude that can fly, man. And, and it's tough. I'm, I'm, you know, I know he had these guys in his pocket last week, but. I thought in the second half he was better. That was just me. I thought he was better. 
Tanganga in the second half. They were coming down the other side in the second half. They moved Traore to the middle for some godforsaken reason. Thank you, but <laughs> yeah. he started playing in the middle. And then they started coming down Reggie's side or our, our left side. And I was like, what, what, are, what are you guys doing? I mean, our, obviously, our, I was like, our, do, our do, best, do that. One of our best defenders as uh, Nick Stradamus calls me. Always right. Like, I'm right how Tanganga played better in the second half, even though you don't, <laughs> guys don't want to give him any credit. <laughs> but, oh, wait, ESPN, breaking news. ESPN has Tottenham had 42% of possession. So now we have controversy here. Do they have 41% of the ball or 42% oof, of the ball? Oof. That's, that's that pretty nice. I think that makes a big difference. Nick. That's yeah, that's different here. We might have to start the whole pot over. So second half, I thought Tanganga was better. I have 50th minute. He he had a quick. He did definitely blocked. I remember this low cross. He blocked a uh, maybe Triori in the 50th minute. He just got he got that block in from Tangang, and he said, "You know what? He's back. <laughs> He's back." And he just stopped going there. But the 50th minute, Tanganga did have a block in on him. Yeah, and then. I mean, the rest of the second half notes aren't even really fun. Um, Hugo had a decent save, low save. Uh, after a cross, they started to get some momentum around the 55th minute. 50, 60th minute is when Dyer had that giveaway. And I am trying to think of a way to defend him for that. But that was just, especially a guy who used to even play central mid defensively. You know, yeah, he, so he's always played back. But, you know, he's played, he's played a little bit further up the pitch. You expect a guy like that not to do that. Really well, but he's had his pocket pick. Neves to Traore. Is this the moment? It really, really should have been. That's if the whole thing, though. What, what the hell was he doing up there? Was it me or was it like Traore? It, it almost was kind of like if you're playing FIFA and you drop a controller, but like the joystick is still pointing forward, so you just like walk into him, or otherwise known as just every time Lucas Moore dribbled anywhere last year, he just went right <laughs> into him, and I was like, what? The, what? The no, the worst part of all of that was we could have started a serious counterattack there. Definitely. Tired guy picked up the ball right around midfield, and they he stopped the attack, which was great. And then he dribbled directly into whoever that was. He had two passes. He, he had two passes there. Delhi was there, and I think yeah. Lucas was there. He tried really hard, guys. And and Triori, what are these the I mean, thank God that Triori decided he wanted to shoot before he could have dribbled because – our defensive players who get paid to defend one-on-ones couldn't stop Triori. I cannot believe he didn't just dribble around Hugo gonna, and walking into the net. Yeah, yeah, but you're going to blame Sanchez and uh, who was there, Tanganga? Triori, Triori's going to blow by everyone, so he blew by them. They put the, uh, put a very good pass into him. They were nowhere near him. It was crazy how far away from our defenders he got so quickly. Yeah, I mean, so. Sanchez was nowhere to be found on that one, but I, you also don't expect your guy to, your teammate to glitch out and literally yeah. walk directly into someone from the other team. And put, and put you in, yeah. <laughs> like, put what you are in you position? doing? He had to be saying, I don't know. I don't know what an angry Colombian man would say in his 20s at that moment in time, but I, I assume that he was something probably pretty angry towards Eric Dyer. Because what the fuck are you doing, man? It probably sounds something very it's similar a bad to that. word in Spanish, cabrón. He probably called him a cabron. Is that what, isn't that what your son called me under his breath? I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he has. Jomar would never. But, okay, yeah, so then let's get to the fun part. Or not really the fun part, but uh, after that, well, first, we can't escape that moment without at least giving some shout-out to Hugo there. 
because that was a hell of a save. He's amazing. Yeah. He's still Insane. he's still a hell of a keeper. Still a hell of a keeper. He he was a little bit. He worried me on um, two attempts in that first half. There were two crosses that he totally didn't know what the hell he was doing. If he was gonna play the cross or if he was gonna just sit back. And he we are so lucky that both crosses just drifted over their intended um, targets because he was totally out of position on both. But other than that, he was he was amazing. And on top of that. He actually had good passes. Oh, he, said, he had he a great Bird, outlet to Bergie. Stevie just, yeah, it was a perfect pass. It looked like something Ederson would do, or an actual keeper that can pass. It was incredible. That was actually in the 64th minute, right after that big save, too. That was another one, Stevie. I mean, Stevie played a hell of a game overall, but again, that guy—if he would be such—I know this is so much easier said than done about literally every single player that probably has ever suited up. But if he can just finish, like priori. Both of them, Sizoko, anyone. I, mean, I don't I don't want to disrespect nah, Luka, Luka, Sizoko in the final third. But. Well, Lucas finishes more, but yeah, they're very uh, similar, all of them. Yeah, Berg, Berg, what he cut it in, he got the shot off. It was a nice shot, but it was right at the goalie. Son got the next shot, and Berg had a nice layoff, even though it got deflected for the sun shot. Yeah, little no-look pass. No-look, little one-two, little Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Beauty. Why, why does he keep coming up again? Oh, and just for everyone to know, Mitch Trubisky is a backup quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Bills, Because our backups destroyed the Bears' backups. He Sorry. means absolutely nothing, and we keep bringing him up. Welcome to talking too- to Nick Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I guess I'll leave. God. <laughs> um, yeah, let's... 70th minute here, enough of Mitch Trubisky. Jose, stop bringing up Mitch Trubisky. Uh, 70th minute. Harry Kane subs on, finally gets out there. I love that it. jersey that and that kit that all three of you seem to like, but I'm love still it. not a fan of it. Love it's it. So love great. It. It's still sold out. It's it's only great with the black on the back though. It's not as good when they. It, it, yeah. they it's not as good. It's yeah, a real totally letdown. Agree. It's a real letdown. They want you to spend the extra money. They did that on purpose. Oh, those fucks. Wait, you can get two versions of it. Well, yeah, the, the, the the cheaper version, which the hundred thirty dollar version that we usually buy doesn't have the black it's like it keeps with that print throughout the whole thing while the 230 authentic one has the black that you saw in the game today well if you drink enough that black will just turn into the rest of the jersey <laughs> really that's what you guys are gonna laugh speaking at of that, speaking of that i'm gonna go get another beer real quick give me a second oh, those right. are the worst jose's leaving mid-podcast yeah, all to right get, to get alcohol <laughs> all right great he's here, if he's here who's running hell am i right eric so he's gonna listen back. All right. So what are we talking about? <laughs> Seventy minute. Harry Kane came on in that ugly kit that we all agreed was not a good looking kit. But in the seventh minute, Harry Kane came on. I saw him put his shirt on. I believe he puts his shirt on the left arm at first, followed by right. I know you said earlier. I'm sorry to interrupt, Nick, but you said earlier you kind of were happy that it happened outside of Tottenham. Yes, but. The fans that actually made the trip to Molyneux gave this guy a great response. Did and you, they backed him. Yes, they the, did. The banter of what yeah, they were when, saying. Yeah, do you have that? Do you have that tweet? Were they yelling? They were yelling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, keep, <laughs> keep, uh, just keep, I don't know, mumbling and talking. Harry Kane is a cheap bastard. 
Yeah, figured that's that's out he's cool. going to be, he's going to Manch. And then we just said, Harry Kane is worth more than your entire team. And it was just, yeah, I was happy to see yeah. that we defended him and that we cheered him when he came on the field. And when he came on the field, he saw the quality. You did. No, shame on those fans. Shame yeah, on those fans. I didn't think the only thing he did it was immediately as he came on the pitch. He had a great pass to Bergwijn at the top of the box. I thought he was kind of quiet when he was out there. He was, I thought he was excellent on the ball. Winning the ball, it was like, oh, it's finally someone is like moving around and moving around into space. I mean, almost I don't think anybody's arguing that he's not the man, that he's not great at this game. But I'm sorry. The fans should not be blowing this man after what, after what he's done. I'm sorry. We shouldn't. These are the type of people that are in relationships where they get cheated on. And then, I don't know, you buy a – Buy you a six pack of beer and everything's good again. It's fucking ridiculous. I've, just I've heard that from in, in the 70th minute, and we're going to forgive all the nonsense this man's done for the last month. I don't know what podcast I heard that at, but heard that before. But they said that the Spurs fans are a loyal bunch. They're the type of guys that their wife cheats on them, like you said, and they'll be like, oh, I'll, they'll end up apologizing somehow. Why are we making it like it's our wife cheating on you? It's so much worse than Harry well, Kane wanting to leave. No, Derek, <laughs> I don't I don't agree with Derek. I mean, this guy's given us so much. Though. Derek, you had a beautiful post the other day. Two years. Congratulations, buddy. Thanks, Who hurt man. you, though? Yeah. No, Harry Kane hurt me. Honestly. <laughs> I just don't understand why, why the fans would immediately just embrace this man with open arms. It's crazy to me. Because he's it, given us so much, Derek. See, this is why it paid off in the end for his debut of the season to come to come away and not a boy Hart lane because it's like you know like i'm allowed to call derek a big dummy for ripping off the door of the bodega freezer but like that's my dummy you don't say shit about him only i say shit about him you know that's kind of what happened with the fans they're like hold up no 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 am i wrong it's kind of what happened happened. fans were like oh wait wait hold up fuck that and I mean, then, l- last week we were kind of doing the opposite, yelling, are you watching Harry Kane? Yeah. And, I mean, and he was. He was definitely watching this game. I mean, he was, oh. wa- he was watching this game. I, so. I don't know how much he loved it. I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I didn't think he was super spectacular, but I mean, he didn't do anything wrong. He just came in, in the final 20 minutes and did his thing, took one shot right at the keeper. Not ideal on that one, but that'll happen. We were winning anyways. I'm glad that he had that missed we were up and won a game instead of when we really needed it, but Dyer's good, good to see. It's good to see his social media works again. <laughs> we hadn't heard from him in a couple of weeks. Yeah, brilliant. What do you say? Brilliant, brilliant. Where is it? Brilliant fighting or something? I'll find it's it. Brilliant, brilliant battling a win. Yeah, battling. Brilliant battling win. I don't think I would ever say that sentence. Because Charlie <laughs> is monitoring it. He's the one typing this stuff. Yeah, yeah, he can't think of more than three words to string together. But yeah, that's what do you guys think about the final 20 minutes? That I mean, I mean, Stevie's run was pretty awesome. Kane came out, yeah, that was in the 80th minute where Kane, that was right before Kane, along the, that was ridiculous. That, that's little, that little, uh, I don't even know. What, what do you call that? He dicked three guys. That's like that's what I called because you know I was I was watching that. It was early in the morning and I made a little I made a noise when that came out. He, I was like, 
he rolled it over. He rolled it over from his right to his left, and then toe poked the left away. Ran out of bounds and around three guys, and then was wide open. And laid it over. I went. But that was that was simply insane. That was great. Yeah, that's beautiful. That was beautiful, Derek. What was equate that to something else in life? Equate how beautiful that was to something like was it was it like beautiful as in Justin Fields completing passes against undrafted rookie free agents or yeah I mean I'll borrow something from a legendary movie and I'll say it was like the first time I heard the Beatles that was fucking horrible comparison (laughs) (laughs) we don't have any super bad fans here are you serious (laughs) that is the line that you use from super bad (laughs) yeah everything else is an insult Uh, oh man oh did you uh so Nick, did you get your girlfriend to watch Tropic Thunder off topic? But No, I haven't yet. I haven't yet. Okay. No. I love that some movie so much. I watched it in only purple because the projector was broken and it was only purple. And I watched the whole thing. That movie is amazing. Yeah, it's a very good one. Very good one. Maybe it I'll is, have to watch it, it twice. Once, once normal, once in purple. <laughs> but there was, there was another... The last thing I wrote down in the 87th minute when we had a little Hoiberg nutmeg there. Right at the top of the box. Oh, that yeah. Was pretty, that was really nice. Tried the outside he, of the first shot. He pretty much, that was kind of the only thing I liked that he did on the offensive end, but that was nice too. That was in the 87th minute. So we did have a little, a little bit of pressure late, but again, 41 or 42% possession. That's that's not that's not what you like to see. I, I again, just to reiterate my, my positivity that I'm trying to breathe into this podcast while Derek's depression just yanks it back down over and over again bad bad mouth and people like oliver skip enough of you (laughs) but i thought it was i mean a a win away at wolves okay okay i'm not mad i thought i thought i wish it would have looked prettier but okay i'm fine with that we didn't blow a one nothing lead victory valid point yeah i had a a couple of more notes before the 90th minute game 89th minute uh reggie made a great play after he got manhandled by the guy that we've been talking about so much today, Traore, and he got back up and he actually got a touch on a ball that Traore is about to take a shot on. That was great from Reggie. He was amazing today. And in the 91st minute, Harry Winks comes on. That was my other note, just for Ben. <laughs> it was a strong 90 seconds. What did I write? I wrote, no. Oh. And then I shut off the screen and I was like, it's over. They lost. They scored two goals in the last mid 90 seconds because Harry Winks gave the ball away twice. That's what really happened in the real world. That could have happened. I, I didn't can. see that happen, but yeah. It's yeah, you, you you mentioned uh, Reggie there. I The back line today I thought was was just very good as a whole. Uh, yes, Dyer glitched out a- a- accidentally. I guess, I guess, do we all do that? Do you do you ever do that at work, Derek? Just glitch out and you like forget what you're doing? I do that sometimes. Oh, oh yeah, I walk down aisles and have no clue why I'm there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's getting there. Sometimes Stephen A. starts saying something on first take. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I watching this? And then I start typing again. So that's kind of what that's that's kind of what happened to me. What what would you equate, Jose? What would you equate? Oh, sh- you, you can cause some like nas- national security shit if you're just like. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd rather stay silent on this matter. I, I don't. I don't. I'm perfect. I'm a perfect employee. Never black out. Only when I'm watching Spurs during work hours. Okay, so he's undressing people with his eyes, he says. So, (laughs) (laughs) 
So Ben, I, I equate it to what Eric Dyer does and also what Davidson Sanchez does. And also what most of our defense did all of last year, one major error that leads to a goal. Luckily, Lurie saved it. That costs us the game. And that's what our defense does. And that's the major problem we've always had. And that's what, we got away with it this time, luckily. I thought the but. difference this time, though, was that, okay, brain fart, yeah, that happens. Stuff like that will happen. Jose will undress women with his eyes at the airport. That stuff will happen. The world goes on. But <laughs> I, you could always tell before when it was coming, like last, last season, it, you could just, you got that feeling. Like you're, you felt that. Sanchez was going to roll on the ground and roll on the ground and try to head the ball still and just you want to do the same thing into your. Wall. We're never going to get that. We're never <laughs> like going to let that down. You, I, you guys got a sense last year that it was coming, but I got the sense that it was. They were playing pretty good. I thought they were playing pretty good as a as a as a line. I mean, I I I, I might be maybe blinded a little bit here because I was watching Arsenal afterwards and that was a shit show. Oh boy. So wait, are you talking more about the end of the game than Dyer's mistake, which was obviously earlier I, than I'm, the last? I'm really time. just saying for a lot of it, other than. I guess the two things I didn't like was, of course, Dyer's brain fart. And I did think that Tanganga early was was not steady. I thought we settled in the game. And other than Dyer doing that, I was pretty I felt pretty good about the the, the back line. I can't remember the last time I felt pretty confident in our back line and back to back games. I have to agree with Nick. I think besides Dyer's craziness that he did at midfield, he was pretty much our best defender today. Sanchez had a lot of trouble, and I'm not saying Sanchez had a bad game, but he just had a lot of trouble because of who he was taking on most of the time. But Dyer was really good on the ball. He cleared a lot of... He had at least four or five clearances uh, of the ball with his head, Dyer's head. He almost scored, too. He did almost score on that that corner from Sonny. That was about 84th minute I have written down here. Yeah, that was... That was that would have been nice. Quick note on Sonny. His delivery, still awesome. Past two games, corners were great. He had the one on the goal kick where he put it right in the middle. Excellent. I'm. It's real early, but I'm kind of hearing that he might have picked up a little knock. Yeah, I heard that too. We had the he had the black tape on his I forgot which leg, but Cammy. You know, he got it before the game. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, but Nuno said he was good to go. I mean, they still pulled him for Harry Kane, which was fine, I guess. It was the 70th minute. He didn't look great. He didn't look free flowing. But um, there was one, one play where he got the ball and he destroyed was with his speed down the side, which gave me confidence in him. So we'll see. Obviously, hope for the best. We haven't heard anything. Yeah, no, he 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 definitely got in the front foot once or twice, but comparatively to last week, again, not not one hundred foot. Ben, you, you were a little bit on the opposite end of the spectrum though in terms of the defensive line i unless no, I, was, Derek. I i was on the opposite end of the spectrum it was more the fact that it's such a game of inches if De- if that goal goes in how are we talking about the defense right now are we saying the same things if that if that goal goes in we are destroying dire we are generally destroying tangang on sanchez for their defending of triori in the first half it looks it looks worse but it gonna, didn't go we're in. gonna be destroying nuno for having us play defense. Yeah, for having the fact that we're still starting Sanchez and Dyer as their central defenders. I understand Romero's still got working on his knee injury, but that was our biggest issue last year. We still got the same center back starting this season. You got to save Romero for the, is the replay of the Europa Conference yeah. this, this week. You got to save him for that. Yeah, that is. Next yeah. match on Thursday. Got to get your top squad in there now. Derek, are you worried? 
No, Cut that I mean, thing up. Sorry. <laughs> the, the dog just loves to bark at the most inopportune times. Um, no, I actually feel more confident than I did last year with our, with our defense, even though like Trey Ray did skin us several times, but there's nothing to be ashamed about with that. The guy is a legendary dribbler. You just kind of got to hope and pray that he doesn't run into the goal because he can't score. Um, but no, I do feel really confident about the unit as a whole. Uh, Tanganga's playing into his own right back. And well, last week was a heck of a lot better than this week was. I'm not, I wasn't worried in the second half. Once Triori, you know, started running out of gas, I didn't think there was anybody else who could really threaten us. We need uh, to sign players. Shocking. Yeah. This team, no way. Yeah. Um, so Thursday, you guys worried? Pacos. The yeah, back. Of course I'm of course I'm worried. We so we could totally like blow this game just because we're us. No, we'll start a team that should win. I am worried about one thing. I'm worried about one thing. If Sun is banged up. No, if Sun is banged up, and I don't think they're gonna play Kane in a in that game. They should. Then I could be then I'd be worried. If Sun's banged up, you're saying? If Sun's banged up and not playing or not playing at full strength and Kane is not going to play, yeah, we need to score a goal at least. We'll play that backup striker we got. Say you hate Dane Scarlett without saying you hate Dane Scarlett, Derek. Oh, I love Dane Scarlett. He's, he's 17. Future. Right, but he, I, I can't put a mountain of praise yeah. on, the man, on, on the boy and expect him to carry us to the, the through the qualifying of the Europa Conference League. Well, that's the way you choose to live your life, and I choose to live it the opposite. And I'm going to say that he's going to carry us to the qualifying rounds or through the qualifying rounds of the Europa, Europa Conference League. I hope so. Do you remember Jose? we signed? Do you remember we signed Vinicius and that hilarious uh, message we got on social media? Look, we finally signed a striker. You know where we are right now? In the same fucking position we were before that, because we don't have a striker again, or a backup striker, or any striker actually. I don't know what Kane's deal is. I'm just looking up what. Uh, Fernando Lorente does play. So, he like always, pop, he always pops up on Twitter, like a, a random, like seeing what the hell he's up to. Yeah, still playing. Yeah, man of the match. Anyone thoughts? I've I've said mine's already a couple of times. It, it was definitely Sergio Regulon. He had a hell of a that. game. Hell of a game. I'm just gonna agree with Jose. Yep, so, I agree with that as well. I would dominate Hugo as. Uh, an option because again, he completed a long pass and made a couple of really important saves. Otherwise we don't come home with three points. Yo, I'm big up to Hugo 300 games. That's a, you know, that's a, you know, absolutely. You know, absolutely. you know, I'm just going to say that. I thought I'm going to go with Delhi as my man of the match. I thought he was very good in our own end. I thought he got himself into good attacking spots, which led to our goal. He even, even on Stevie's offsides play, he was in a good spot. And I, that was beautiful. I, I think you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, We're all entire, entitled to incorrect opinions, man. Hey, you yelled at Derek. I'm yelling at you now. I didn't yell at Derek. I yelled at Derek's dog. No, you yelled at Derek for not not saying Oliver Skip had a great game. And I'm yelling at you for t- saying t- saying Delhi had the best game when he didn't play. Okay, but I, I, we... I'll back you up, Nick. And I yell at both of them for saying that Charlie race to be on the Spurs. Oh, yeah, oh you wanna, we literally said we weren't going to do that. Yeah, do you want to do that? Happening. We did say we were. I'll give. Do that. I, no, no, you weren't here yet. You weren't here yet. No, we'll. We will 
I'll give Regulon the man of the match if, if, are we including his comments on Delhi's Instagram Live? Oh, part of that. Oh, it says he asked. He, it said a Coke. It didn't say, "Do you have Coke?" It said, "Do you have a Coke?" There was a clear A, which separates it. <laughs> you could make it out funny as do whatever you want with it. Do whatever you I want. Still, with it. I I thought he was talking about a Coke. No, you I, I get it. <laughs> I, I I didn't think he was talking about. Yeah, yo, <laughs> he was. You're, you're such a liar. <laughs> I swear to you, but it was fun. Honestly, please, the Coke. It was, it was pretty funny. Just like it was funny either way, but you definitely thought he's like fucking around asking for Coke. I thought it was funny. Okay, so I'll go with Regulon, in three including the Instagram Live. I'll go with Regulon, including just the game. I'm going Delhi. <laughs> the Coke, please.